Hey, welcome to Liturgy and Lore. This is Pastor Andy. And this is Brother Evan. And today we want to talk about the JFK assassination, so buckle up and come along for the ride. Is that in poor taste? Well, welcome to Liturgy and Lore. Uh, again, this is Pastor Andy. I'm joined by Brother Evan. I uh, just want to welcome you back. Brother Evan, how's it been? How you been doing? Not too bad. For the listeners, it's not going to be like any time past, but uh, for us, it's been a while since we've had a chance to sit down and dive into one of these, so I've been missing it. I'm excited to dive in tonight. Same here, and you know, fun in between is I went to the Pocono Mountains, which are here, we're in Pennsylvania, and we, my daughters and I went on some Bigfoot hunts. Uh, oh, so you got the girls though. out with you, though? We did, yeah. We got the girls to come along. Um, the only Bigfoot we found was, <laughs> fun enough, we didn't even, like, pick it for this reason, but the, the cabin we stayed at had one of those giant, like, eight-foot-tall wooden cutout, black wooden cutouts of Sasquatch. So that was fun. We got our picture taken in front of it. But uh, we didn't hear anything. The only, we did one night. My daughter and I were out, and we, we did a little wood knocking. That's awesome. And we heard, we thought we heard something back, but we don't know if we were just really excited. <laughs> it was very faint <laughs> if we did. So, but we we were in an area. I have the um, the PA Bigfoot Project has like a Google Maps overlay, and you can see where sightings have been. And we were near some of them, uh, within like you know a ten minute drive of them. So we were in Bigfoot country, uh, but we didn't see anything. Oh, and then, so this is fun. I had like a Bigfoot two weeks, the two weeks between recording. I went to Spokane, Washington for my job and uh, got some fun Bigfoot stuff. Didn't get any time to go out in the woods or anything and see anything, but it was kind of neat to see Bigfoot was even on like a Miller Lite ad, like a big billboard <laughs> yeah. that had Bigfoot. So he was everywhere. Nice. So it was pretty fun. No, that's what it's all about, though, getting the family together and friends and just enjoying Bigfoot, whether you hear anything or not. And sounds yeah. like you're getting uh, your oldest daughter kind of pulled into the group a little bit uh you mentioned she's even listening into you tonight on this part of the recording yeah so she's sitting on the couch awesome. playing her switch listen she said i want to sit down here and listen because i record in our basement so <laughs> recruiting she wanted them to young. Hear what we have to say you're right exactly yeah we went out one night too we went kind of wildlife spotting and we i'm not gonna lie i was really hopeful that i would see something um we went out kind of late we took a bright flashlight we were pulling along the road and shining it into the woods but didn't see or hear anything except for we saw some cool animals, but they were all an known animals. <laughs> we saw deer and foxes and things like that. So it was pretty fun. Yeah, it just means you need to get out again. Oh, yeah, right. Exactly. So if you've never been to the Poconos, we were in an area. We went to an area called Jim Thorpe. Uh, it's beautiful. I highly recommend it if you are in the area. So Yeah, big fan sometime. of that area. You've been to? Oh, yeah. I've been up there a few times uh, for just different trips to go See and hang Bigfoot? out. No, did a lot of whitewater rafting and paintballing, but uh, no big footing. Oh, fun. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, let's kick the show off with our, our opening segment, which is Weird Around the World. Uh, I got two fun ones for us today. I don't know if you got to look at them yet, Brother Evan. So yeah, I'm familiar with one of them, uh, not the other. Okay, so let's start with the first one. It was in the Philadelphia Inquirer, Inquirer which is pretty cool because that's near us. And uh, I found it, though, in Not the Bee, which if you know that website, it... it finds ridiculous news stories um and this one is pretty fun the headline from the b is hundreds of pounds of pasta were dumped in the woods in new jersey and no one really knows where it came from so you, is this the one you were familiar with yep this is the one i was following a little bit as it was going in real time 
Yeah, so it happened back in the beginning of May. May 4th is when this was posted, and as we're recording this, it's the middle of June, so it's been a little while, but still pretty cool. <laughs> it's, I said, uh, the pictures are ridiculous. <laughs> it is. Yeah, look it up. It's just cooked pasta, too. It's not like uh, just like raw pasta laying out there. So this is what's wild about it to me. It looks like this was, from what I can tell, kind of far away from the road, and it's like... 500 pounds is the estimate more than 500 pounds so does this mean somebody that made a whole bunch of pasta like took wheelbarrow loads back into the woods and dumped it like have you heard anything about at the time of the article i found they had no idea what was going on did you ever hear anything (laughs) so i think they did determine it was someone that had like mental illness or something that was just like dumping pasta like just kind of being weird you know what i mean like i think they did find the guy who was doing it and it was just someone that has like mental health stuff going on which isn't uh, as fun as just random cooked pasta laying out in the middle of the woods because i think it's in the pine yeah. barrens is that right i don't know where it is let me see it, it was in new jersey in... i can't remember if it was the pine barrens or not which is if people aren't aware of it is a huge set of uh forest and woods in new jersey Okay, it said it was in near Veterans Park in Old Bridge, New Jersey, but I don't know okay. where it is. Yeah, I don't know. I When I hear the woods in New Jersey, I always think of the Pine Barrens. Yeah, there was all kinds of great memes and, and puns and things. But yeah, it was a big deal because they had to actually get like the public works crew <laughs> to come clean it up. Yeah, it was like a big thing, and it went on for a few weeks before they figured out who was doing it. I'm, oh, really? I'm it like, kept showing up? I didn't know that. I well, no, it was no, time. just, like, after it happened, they're like, what is happening? Like, what happened here? Like, it just took everyone a while to kind of figure it out, and I don't know the whole story to it, but I'm, like, 90% sure they found out that it was, like, they found the guy that was doing it. I don't think he got in any trouble. Like, there was no charges pressed or anything, but... Did they, as I saw posted, did they send him to the penitentiary? <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> and so, there we lost half our listeners on that day. Yeah, exactly. Of the night. <laughs> right. So <laughs> they said, yeah, I, I, there was all kinds of theories at the time. People were wondering, like, like I just don't even know what people were wondering. Someone had said, was it money laundering? I'm like, yeah, but money laundering, you don't make the pasta. Yeah. You just <laughs> sell pasta, but there is no pasta. <laughs> right. You don't make it and dump it in the woods. That's Someone's not how this doing works. it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're really bad at money laundering if you're actually spending the money on the pasta and then dumping it. <laughs> I'm sure there were some people out there that thought it was some sort of like they're making a statement about something or another and like some real out there theory on something like that, like a protest or something. I'm sure there's people saying that, but who knows? Oh, yeah, I have no idea. It was a funny one, though. So that one I was, it was. I was very aware of. <laughs> it was a fun thing, too. Yeah. Like there was zero no one got harm hurt. done, although... <laughs> You know, Bigfoot got to have some Italian food for a while if he yeah. left out there. Um, yeah, him and the Jersey Devil were having a good night. Yeah, they had a pasta party. So that was the first one. That one was uh, was kind of lighthearted, but pretty fun. And it was actually, like, pretty big news, big, big enough that at the coffee shop that I use kind of as an office, uh, it was the topic of conversation for a couple days. People were talking about it. So it, people knew about it. All right, so the other one, this comes from, I don't really know the website too well, but they cite some other things. It's called nextgov.com. I don't know. So if that's like some terrible website, save your emails. I don't know what it is. But <laughs> so yeah, I've never heard of that one to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But there is some things from they they're quoting people from the School of Molecular Bioscience in Washington State University, College of Veterinary Medicine. That is the longest school name ever. But so here's what's happening. It says FDA, people can eat these gene edited pigs. So there are genetically altered pigs on the menu now. And uh 
that sounds like a conspiracy waiting to happen. So yeah, I thought let's we it's weird. Let's put it on there. They're they're now like this feels like something out of a movie just ten years ago or something. Would you eat one of these genetically engineered or altered or whatever it is, pigs? Here's edited, what I genetically edited, <laughs> genetically edited, whatever or altered. Yeah. Um, I thought about this. My gut reaction is like, no way. I'm not eating that. But then I read the article and it says what they did was this is super weird, though. I don't really get how this works. But basically they used surrogate sires is it is what they're calling it. But basically where um, a male pig can give the genes of a different male pig into its female that it's mating with. So like. Let's say there's pig named, I don't know, Porky, right? And he has a girlfriend, Miss Piggy. But Porky's genes are not the kind that we would want reproducing to make the best meat or something like that. Instead, we have, what's another pig's name? I need a fun pig name. <laughs> Wilbur. Wilbur. Wilbur, the pig, is like prime meat pig. And so we just want as many Wilbur's as we can get. We can take Wilbur's DNA, put it in Porky, so that when Porky impregnates Miss Piggy, it's it's Wilbur's genes. Huh. So that's weird. I don't it's really like know the artificial inseminating, but through fra- right the original and pig. They, they don't put like the sperm of Wilbur oh. into. It's more through the genes. Like they actually edit the genes of Porky so that he passes on different genes than he ever had. That's wild. Super wild. And all they tested when I read this was they tested Porky <laughs> to see if he is <laughs> if he's good to eat. They did not test the kids of Porky and Miss Piggy that it produces. Oh, okay. So I was like, maybe I would try eating Porky. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought about it. Like I, I try to avoid GMO foods if I can help it, like GMO corns and things. But I'm not like crazy about it. I'm not reading every label. Yeah. And so I'm like, it's kind of hypocritical if I'm like, I'm not eating this pig. But I'm going to eat corn chips that came from GMO corn. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Would you eat it? Uh, I mean, similar to what you just said, like, my first reaction is keep that away from me because yeah. I'm going to, like, grow a third arm or something because I don't know what's going on there. But like you said, once you kind of know what's happening behind it, it's not as scary of a thing. Which, right. shame on you for actually reading the article and not just reading a headline and making know, an right? assumption off of that. Don't you know this is America? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, but no, I yeah, I don't know. I think I might be a little leery, but at the same time, I don't think I would like throw a big fit about it. To be honest, I'd be curious about yeah. the offspring, but that's the one I'd be more scared of. Like, yeah. what kind of things is this producing? Because they actually didn't even say in the article I read if it worked. Like, if, oh yeah, like can it produce better pigs? I don't know. All they determined was once we've edited the genes, this pig is now is still safe to eat. I think where my mind goes, though, it worries me more for, like, the future of, like, is this just testing it on that to see if they right. can, like, do, like, eugenics with humans? Well, 100%, right? You like, know what I mean? Like, that's what this feels like. Like, they're kind of shielding it behind, hey, look at what we're doing for the meat industry and for farming and all that. When in reality, like, well, is this just, like, a test environment for what they could do to humans? Yeah, and it uses the same technology. It uses that CRISPR technology that's in the news a lot. That's mm-hmm. what they're using. And so they absolutely, I mean, I think they've already said, like, they can use that CRISPR technology to, like, design your baby for you. Like, oh, we wanted to have blue eyes or something, That's which wild. is crazy and yeah. super feels super unethical to me. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather them not do this. Let's put it that way. Like, yeah. let's just not genetically modify animals. But I don't know. I've also, there's, you know, all kinds of maybe benefits from it. I don't know. I don't want to just throw it out just because it's weird, you right. know, and say it's automatically bad. Absolutely. But 
I'm going to stay away from it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to be the one up there uh, giving my money to it right away, buying right. that pig to throw on my grill. <laughs> yeah, but but like I said, I do want to push back against the knee-jerk reaction of it's new and it's different, therefore it's evil. Yeah. Like, that's not critical thinking. We want to be critical thinkers. So, I mean, gene editing, though, I still haven't figured out what I think about that from an ethical perspective all the way around yet. It, it might be bad. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a, a future episode waiting to happen. Yeah, exactly. So... Those are our weird around the world. Anything you wanted to add about Mission Impossible or <laughs> the pigs? <laughs> so nothing on those, but uh, and we don't have to dive into this as a full discussion because I actually have nothing pulled up for it and I uh, don't know a ton about it. But I'm surprised that you did not have an article on the cows that were getting drained of all their blood and everything down in Texas oh, yeah. like a month ago. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know if you remember that happening. I only heard it on the radio. They were talking about it on our local sports radio. It came up as just like a kind of a similar thing like, hey, weird things happening. And I meant to go look it up afterwards and never did. But <laughs> yeah, I did not put that one on. That's a good one. I thought you were going to say something about the alien stuff that's been coming out lately. So we're recording this June yeah. 16th. There's been all kinds of there's the whistleblower coming forward. I think his name's like Grush or something. And he's uh, claiming that he has some evidence of aliens and I believe the government said, yes, we have found crafts of non-human origin now. So the reason I didn't put that one in is because I'm like, that's a whole episode. We can't yeah. talk about that for two minutes. That's <laughs> what I figured was your uh, reasoning for that. I figured we'd be doing a recording here in the next month or so when some more information comes out that we can put together exactly. a up-to-date one and go from there. Yeah, exactly. But the cow one's pretty interesting, too. I don't know much about it, but I, I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah, Worth again, looking up. Maybe we'll throw that in next time if you yeah, find a, a good article. Yeah, I'll have to see if I can't find anything. Like I, said, I think it was like a month ago that happened now, but... yeah. All right, well, let's jump in. We talked enough about pigs and pasta. <laughs> now let's talk about our topic for the day. So today we're talking about the JFK assassination. Kind of, This is our first time out of the kind of supernatural, paranormal world, and we're jumping into conspiracies today. Back-to-back -back classics, though. Sasquatch last week and now uh, JFK this week. Absolutely. We got to start strong, right? Yeah. These are our first episodes. And we got to get the... We got to get the feel of these things first so that we we set the table for some of the weirder stuff right like that's true let's start with the things the gateway drugs <laughs> as they're called especially on blurry blurry creatures podcast and jfk is in a lot of ways a gateway drug to conspiracies right like absolutely i think this is the one that gets a lot of people into it and because there's so much weird stuff about it so why are we talking about it other than the reasons we just said the big reason i picked it is because as we are recording this there are two Democratic, uh, or sorry, Democrat candidates for presidency, Joe Biden, who is the current president, but then also Robert Kennedy Jr. is running for president. Who would have thought? What a world to, what a time to be alive, right? <laughs> so RFK Jr. is running for president and he's not holding back at all. He actually has said out loud and in statements that he says, overwhelming evidence suggests the CIA was involved in JFK's assassination. Now, this is especially interesting because, obviously, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is the son of Bobby Kennedy. The uh, Was he the senator, secretary of state? You probably the know better than I do on American that American education system failed us. But, yeah. you know, and he was a presidential hopeful, and he was killed. And then his uncle is JFK. And so he's a family member, you know really close family member to JFK himself. So now did he say these things recently about it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this was, he was speaking to WABC 770 AM 
Cat's Roundtable, and it looks like he just said that uh, it was this was written in May seventh, and he had spoken that Sunday about it. Oh so, wow! In May, wow. Yeah, very recently. Uh, pretty interesting, crazy stuff that came out. At uh, the same time, right around the same time, Tucker Carlson, when he was still working for Fox, on one of his shows, spoke of a direct knowledge, or uh, he had a source who had direct knowledge of documents about the Kennedy assassination. And he said, for a fact, he said, yes, the CIA was involved. He was asked. Like, so Tucker said, did the CIA have a hand in the murder of John F. Kennedy, an American president? Now, this is Tucker giving his answer. He wasn't on the show because he's anonymous. So take it for what it is. But he said, the answer is yes. I believe they were involved. It's a whole different country from what we thought it was. It's all fake. So pretty nuts. Yeah. So, uh. Should we just dive in to what happened? Yeah, go for it. Do you want to give uh, the listeners some background that way if there's anyone that isn't as familiar with the details or yeah. uh, someone that might not even be in the States that might have gotten a hold of our podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah, speak. yeah. Absolutely. So let me start with what we know for sure. This is the stuff nobody argues about. JFK was the president of the United States. For those, if we have people listening outside of the country or whatever, he was the president in the early 60s. And on November 22nd, 1963, he was in Texas for a public appearance, right? So, you know, presidents do that thing. They go out and it was a parade that was going to happen. There was a motorcade and it was going through this place called Dealey Plaza in Texas. And uh, basically what happened is out of the blue, while they're riding along, President Kennedy is shot in the head and it's recorded on video, right? It was, uh, there's video of this happening. And so... There's some questions about that, but here's what we know. He was shot. More than one shot was fired. How many shots is something we'll come back to. They're driving along. He's in a a convertible, and so the top's down, and all of a sudden his head flies back, and there was brain matter and pieces of his skull on the trunk of the car, which is pretty crazy and kind of gross. And his wife is right beside him. She's actually reaching back to, like, her response, I don't know what I would have done, is to grab his brain and his skull and try to put it back in his head. Like she like tries to hold it back on. So it's a classic video. You've probably seen it if you are at all familiar with this, especially if you live in the U.S. This is, it's been used in like album covers and everything. It's, yeah. it's a very famous image. It's a heartbreaking image too when you like think it about is. the emotion that's going on there. It absolutely is, especially with his wife. And then another classic image was at his funeral with his kids. Um, there's mm. a classic image of them. I think, I think it's his son saluting the the casket as it goes by. So that's what happens. He's shot, right? That alone is a big deal because I believe there was only three presidents assassinated in the history of the United States. It's Lincoln, JFK, and then there was, I think it's Buchanan. No. was the other one? Buchanan was the only president from the U.S. Or from the U.S. (laughs) From uh, Pennsylvania. (laughs) I hope they were all from the U.S. From From Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. That's what he's famous for. So there was attempted assassinations other times, but let's see. There was one more, and I know he was not nearly as exciting like people don't talk about him harrison william henry harrison yes was also killed in office while he was in office all right so that's a big deal by itself but it gets crazier but let's keep going with the facts first he's rushed to the hospital and he's pronounced dead there everybody agrees with that at the hospital the body is taken right away officials weren't allowed to perform the autopsy until much later at a different site People don't disagree on this, but it's weird, right? Which is very unusual and against standard protocol. Yeah, from what I understand. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but yes. So when that happens, LBJ, uh, Lyndon Bain Johnson, is the vice president. 
and he's instated as the president. So he's sworn in right away. I believe it's on the plane, uh, Air Force One. And by the way, his JFK's wife, Jackie, is standing right there beside LBJ at that moment. What a mo- like just yeah. all the emotions running through this. Her husband just died, and she's there to support the the next president of the United States, LBJ. So then everything's going nuts. So of course there's a manhunt, right? Like everybody starts wondering what happened, who killed the president. We have to catch this guy. So somewhere along the way, there's a police officer named J.D. Tippett, and he interferes with a man named Lee Harvey Oswald, who is the suspect. I don't know if they knew his name at that point or not, but he, he talks to this guy, Lee Harvey Oswald, and Lee Harvey Oswald shoots and kills J.D. Tippett. And I think that's pretty universally agreed that's what happened there as well. So later they, they make an arrest of Oswald as the suspected shooter. Right? So so far we got this whole thing that happened. He's shot, there's a manhunt, and Harry Lee Harvey Oswald is arrested for it. Makes sense so far, right? Yep. Any questions up to that point? Nope. <laughs> that okay, is cool. all pretty pretty standard stuff if you go to Wikipedia. I think right, exactly. I'm kind of giving there. you the Wikipedia of this, right? Yep. So on November 24th, then, two days later, I should say this before that. Oswald maintains his innocence through the whole thing. He says, it wasn't me. I'm a patsy, right? So he's already using conspiracy words right there. Yep. I'm just a patsy. <laughs> I'm a fall guy. On November 24th, so that's two days after, Lee Harvey Oswald is being escorted to a police car. And this is all on national TV, I believe. He's getting, he's being taken from a police station into the police car. This man named Jack Ruby jumps out of the crowd and shoots Oswald and kills him, right? So two days later, the, the only suspect is killed. And so there's no trial, right? No trial ever happens because you can't put a dead man on trial, at least not a formal trial, right? And so that's weird. It keeps getting weirder. So the the Warren Commission is this group of, of Congress that's put together to determine what happened. That's their job. What happened? And what they declare after they look into things is that Oswald was a lone gunman. They call him the lone nut theory. He was a communist and he wanted to kill the president for either Cuba and or Russia. That's kind of he he hates the U.S. because we're not communist. He wants to, the U.S. to be communist. So he killed the president. So that's. That's all the stuff, kind of, that's the Wikipedia en- entry right there, right? Yep. Anything you'd add to that on those facts before um, we get to weird stuff? So just because it comes up yeah. into the discussion, who was it? Uh, the I believe it was, was it the governor or senator of Texas uh, was also wounded in the shooting? Yes. Uh, John Connolly, I believe his name is. I think that's right. Governor Con- I think he's the governor. Yeah, Texas governor John Connolly yeah. was also wounded, um, and they claim that the shot that killed JFK was also the shot that went through Connolly. Uh, so that's just something to to think of later as we get into some of the theories and everything, um, as far as number of shots. And cause I know you said, we'll come back to the number of shots that were fired and that sort of thing. Um, So that's one of the things that gets touched on later is, was that really the same shot that went through him that wounded him? But there were other people in the vehicle with the Kennedys on that. Right. So, yeah. And, and, you know, I want to, be a, a open-minded person who thinks critically about things. It's possible that a sure. bullet goes through one person, hits another person, right? So let's talk about some weird stuff now. Not if, I mean, this is already, everything we agree on, that everybody agrees on for the most part, is already weird, right? Like, we have a president shot by a communist, and immediately there's a new 
president put in, and it's just kind of crazy. All all the things that are happening. Yeah, there's not much of a there's not much of a, a precedent for this happening. So like, even right. though there's protocol on what to do, it's not something that you can look back at and say, oh, this is what works. This doesn't on it. They're kind of they do kind of got to figure this out as they go. Exactly. I should add too that the shots came from what's called the Texas Book Deposit depository not suppository that's something different <laughs> yeah wow that, that that took a turn <laughs> wrong podcast depository and they said that's where the shots came from and it sounds like from witnesses they they pointed that direction everyone could tell the shots came from that direction so i think it's pretty agreed upon that at least some shots came from that way yep. right so um so here's where it gets starts to get weird first of all the first two shots were fired in less than two seconds and the gun that was recovered is a bolt action rifle. Now, many, many experts have said that this is near impossible to do with this weapon just to get two shots off in that quick of an amount of time. And we know how fast it was because we can hear it on video and recordings and things. Like we know how fast they happen. And so that's weird, right? Now, let alone add in what would take to aim two shots in two seconds, right? Just to get the gun to fire twice is pretty difficult. Yeah. Okay, so that's weird. The next thing that doesn't make a lot of sense is during the autopsy, the brain is intact, right? Completely intact. And it's photographed that way. We have photographs, not me, but you know, there are (laughs) photographs that his brain is intact, even though, remember what I said in the description, his brain splattered in the back of the vehicle, right? He was shot in the head. And it's seen on video that that happens. Yes. I mean, you can see her gathering his skull up. Yeah. That's weird. Then, at the autopsy, they also said that his brain weighed the normal amount. I guess they know how much a normal brain huh. weighs, right? I didn't know and they that. Said, yeah, I, I found that out in my research for this episode. His brain weighed exactly what a human, a male human brain his size should weigh, meaning no piece is missing, right? Huh. Weird. There are those that argue that it appears that hair was drawn on the head to cover an exit wound. Right. And people even on the side of, oh, there's no conspiracy have said it was just for like cosmetic reasons. That's not a thing an autopsy doctor does. Right. That's weird. Yeah, That's like a mortician does it to put him in a casket. Exactly. Then the autopsy doctor himself, not hearsay, says that he was ordered about what to do and what not to do as far as his job. They didn't let him do his job the way he knew to do it. He was a puppet. They directed every step of the autopsy. That's weird. Right. It was not an independent thing they were like you need to do this and now cut this and now look here and that's all you're allowed to do okay so that's weird right yeah okay now let's talk that's kind of what happened at the time now let's talk about some of the other things that happened and some of the people and again those are all still facts not our opinions yet and like the hair appearing to be drawn on is the one that's kind of like yeah that's up in the air yeah but right but everything else seems to be a fact yeah like agreed upon or you can look it up or whatever yeah yeah, I, I, and most of what I'm going to tell you through all of this is facts. So let's talk about Lee Harvey Oswald, the, the supposed shooter. He maintained his innocence until his death. Now, that was only two days, <laughs> but he maintained his innocence. Okay, He claimed to be a patsy. He explicitly used that word. He says, I'm a patsy. I did not do this. Okay, So that's still fact. Here's another fact on record that we have in the time since that Oswald was a known CIA asset, meaning he worked at some time for the CIA in some way. Okay, still, that's crazy. Yep. He was military trained. So he was in the army, I believe it was the army, 
Um, but he was in a branch of the service. And so he was trained by them. He was known by the government. He was also kind of an idiot. Like, <laughs> he was a buffoon. He defected to Russia. It didn't go well, and he came back. So he's been all over the world. He made all kinds of mistakes in the military that he got in trouble for on record. You know, they keep pretty good records of, of your military career. And then he apparently attempted another assassination at some time and kind of got swept under the rug. Now, I need to go back and look that up a little bit more, but he had tried to plan the assassination of someone else. So it was just the planning of one, or he actually, like, I don't know. Shot? I didn't know. Because I'm not familiar got, with that. That's yeah. new, new to me. I'll see what I can find quickly on that. Because while you're looking that up, too, with what you're saying is where some of the story, like, with what people say happens or like what's on record is happening with him being someone that was in the military. They say that's why he was able to make the shots that he made. Uh, he right. defected to Russia. That's why they said, Hey, he's working for Russia. So there was some things in his past, like, even though they're also kind of like, he kind of failed in those areas. There's still things that people can point at and be like, well, there is something to it. Like, it's not just writing a story up about some random guy without anything to back it up. Like there are some things you can look at in his history that, that do line up with that. If we're being fair. Yeah, exactly. So here's what happened with that. I, I found it. He did. He tried to kill a an army general, a former army general named Edwin Walker. And so he tried to shoot him through it at his house, but he, he missed. Okay. He missed his head by an inch. And somehow he evaded scrutiny. I don't really know how he got away with it, but he says his his motive then was a devotion to communism. He loved communism and wanted to kill this guy who was very anti-communist well you know how he got away with it was this is what set him up as uh, his backstory on everything on what he was doing to go after the president <laughs> yeah this is all I part mean, of the plan from the beginning yeah uh this uh, walker guy was in on it it was all just to set the backstory <laughs> yeah but he so i don't know how he got out of it um that's something to look up at another day but he got away with it so he has this background sounds like they knew who he was but somehow he got away with it so uh he also started this thing called the fair play for cuba commission so he, he was pro-Cuban, which we know. And it just says about him, he was extremely unlikable. Like, people did not <laughs> like this man. He was he, he just wasn't a very nice person, good person. So that's Oswald. So if I'm, if I'm picking a patsy, this guy that nobody likes, who's already assassin- tried to assassinate somebody, he has military training, he, he's on record with the CIA, they know about him, which, by the way, how did he get away with an assassination if they already know who he is? He was also tracked by, I believe it was the CIA, into Mexico City just weeks before the assassination because he was talking about, I'm going to kill the president. He was bragging about it. So there you go. Yeah. Right. So lots of weird things about Lee Harvey Oswald. Now let's talk about this man named J. Edgar Hoover, who you've probably heard of before, a famous name. Might not know who he is, but you probably heard the name. Has a he whole was damn name after F- him. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. Was it named after him? Is that who it's named after? Oh, I just assume so. I could be totally... The way you reacted, I might be totally wrong. I might be too. Uh, I just assumed too. And then I thought I had that moment like, is that true? Uh, uh, yeah. Now I feel kind of dumb if he isn't. But hey, that's what these podcasts are for. Let's uh, show our ignorance. Yeah, right. We're not experts, by the way, but I, I can read. And so I, I look some of this stuff up. So let's talk about J. Edgar Hoover because he was in charge of the FBI at the time of the assassination. And he had a big role to play in this, you know, trying to to find Oswald. So he was the founder of what is known as COINTELPRO, 
which you may have heard of, especially if you like, po- or if you're listening to our podcast because you like conspiracies. That stands for counterintelligence program, right? So this was basically fooling people. I'm going to put stuff out into the media that goes against and, and kind of covers for the government. He founded this program, right? So that tells you something. His job was to try and basically, you know, it's spin. It's not even spin. It's just cover up is what it is. That was his job. He was also reported. This is from Kansas uh, University of Kansas. He's reported to have held nude material of celebrities as blackmail. He had like a collection of naked pictures of famous people that he would use to get what he wants. Oh, I did not know that. I I found that in my research. So he's like not the best dude, right? Yeah. Kind of shady. Then there's a guy named Dulles. He's the CIA director at the time. He oversaw that Warren Commission we talked about, which is the people who tried to figure out what was going on. Most people have said it seems that he's withheld evidence from giving it all to the Warren Commission. I don't know all the details of that, but he did seem to hold some things back. Now, here's what's also crazy. Ten years after the Warren Commission, Congress did another investigation into this, and they said it was a conspiracy and a plot to kill President Kennedy. They didn't say who did it, but they did say, we do think the evidence is that there was a conspiracy to kill him. They called this the HSS rep- or HCS report. You can mm-hmm. look it up. Okay, so they said there was definitely a conspiracy or as best they could tell so the warren commission kind of fell apart within 10 years people don't talk about that 10 years later that's pretty quick right yeah now last person we're going to talk about jack ruby so he was connected to the mob who were then in turn connected to the cia that's who that i learned that from rfk jr's talk so he had cia connections jack ruby okay that's the guy that killed oswald yep Okay, so those are all of our facts. Anything you want to add that I missed maybe that you think is really important to talk about with, with JFK and kind of the weird things going on? Before we start talking about, next I want to talk about theories, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to jump into too much yet, uh, like as far as like what evidences there were or were not. I feel like that's probably stuff we want to wait till we get into theories on it. Sure. So I think as far as like keeping to the facts, uh, yeah. I think you uh, you nailed it. So I'm sure I missed a lot, but again, this is sort of like our right. Bigfoot episode. Yeah, I mean, we this don't is... want to make this go for like a, a six-hour marathon pod. Yeah, um, I watched uh, a bunch of different documentaries and stuff prepping for this, and you know, there's pages and pages and pages written about this. Yeah, like you said, we're so, not the experts on it, so it's not, I don't yeah. think they need to listen to us. There's people who know more that are smarter than us that uh, can get into those details a lot better than we can. Um, we're just right. here because we want to talk about the fun stuff. Yeah, so... Let's talk. This is the fun stuff to me. Well, let's yeah. talk about the theories, right? Yep. Right here. This is the this is the meat of it. What are the theories of what went on? And I found a, a bunch of different theories. There's, I mean, there's probably hundreds of theories. These are kind of the big ones that I found. So hold off in telling what your theory is to Ev, uh, brother yep. Evan, till the end of this. Yeah. So that's let's what just I talk figured. about what they are. Yeah. So the first theory is the one the Warren Commission put out there, right? It's a it's a legitimate theory. Oswald did this all by himself. They call this the lone nut theory. He was just a whacked out dude who hated JFK because he was pro-communism and he thought, you know, I'm going to kill this guy. That happens, right? That's actually, in some sense, if we didn't know all that we know, that's probably the most likely scenario, right? Like, this is just a nut. And that is the on the books theory or whatever. Not theory if it's on the books, I guess, but 
this is what is like mostly subscribed to within the uh what the government official, says happened. Yeah. yeah, the official. There you go. That's where I'm Even though for. 10 years after, a different yeah. report said otherwise. But <laughs> this is a, still the official answer. All right. That's the first theory. Oswald did this by himself. I guess we would say he got incredibly lucky by hitting these shots. Second theory that's pretty popular is that this was a CIA operation. That's right. The CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency, had this operation to kill the president of the U.S. That's a big deal if that's true, right? Like, let's just talk about, again, I'm not saying what we believe yet, but if that's true, that's a huge claim, Yeah. right? So you better have a good reason for saying that. So the big reason is they wanted to start a war with Cuba. That's what people claim, right? We, we hated Cuba at this time. Cuba was very dangerous, but we didn't really have enough public support to go in and attack Cuba. So that's what people kind of seem to this was a false flag basically a real event but done by our people in order to have justification to it invade cuba it was something to supercharge the emotions uh, right. of the american people okay and so why do we think that well it was also to gain back some control that had been lost so jfk was kind of taking control from the cia so maybe it wasn't even with cuba they just wanted back in lbj they thought maybe was more uh on their side and so if we kill this president who's really sticking his nose into things he shouldn't be we can kill two birds with one stone here we can go to cuba we can hit two bodies with one bullet right <laughs> yeah there you <laughs> we go. Can go after cuba <laughs> and we can get back control that we yeah they lost. wanted a, they wanted a team player right exactly so the big evidence of this or the thing that people point to is that oswald is a known cia operative so it seems like his mission from the cia was against russia that's what it, people have put together based on the documentation, which is weird if he's so anti-communist, right? Why would he go against Russia? You mean pro-communist? Sorry. Yes, exactly. If he's pro-communism, thank yeah. you. He would probably like Russia or the USSR. I, I don't know if they were the USSR or Russia at that time. But yeah, yeah that's what I'm he did. not a help on that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a big deal, right? CIA operation. That's the next one. Third one was that it was a mafia operation. So RFK, so RFK Jr.'s dad, JFK's brother, was against the mafia and really working hard to shut them down, right? And so, and JFK was a part of that too. There's also some really weird stuff. Um, not going to be able to get into it too much tonight, but there was connections that JFK had with the mafia too, right? For instance, JFK was really good friends with like a lot of the um, popular club singers of the day like frank sinatra right and so right who had known uh mafia ties so did he get in a bad way with the mafia and did they off him that's a theory out there yeah honestly, that's one that i'm not familiar with too well i know it is a theory but i don't know too much of the ins and outs um not to show my cards before we get to it but that's not one right. that i know a lot about <laughs> right so that tells you something with what i think about that one sure and so then the next one is that it was a foreign government. That would make sense. Who wants to hurt us? Well, Russia or Cuba were the two kind of leading candidates. Uh, the KGB, you know, which is their CIA, so to speak, came and killed Kennedy. That was an idea because we were, um, this was space race time. We didn't like each other. Maybe this was the KGB. Here's what's the problem with that. Well, there is not a problem with Cuba doing it, although they didn't claim they did this ever. And maybe they didn't want people to know. They just want to take this guy out. But uh, the KGB specifically, or Russia specifically, did their own investigation 
I think, you know, now it could have been totally a sham, right? We can, we can just say that, but they said, here's why I think it wasn't a sham is they said they found it wasn't Oswald who did this right now. Now get this. If you are guilty of trying to kill or successfully killing the president of the United States, why would you discredit the lone nut theory? Right? Yeah. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's good for you because they're not sniffing around at your door. They've, they've said it's this guy who just did this because he's crazy. Why, if you were Russia and you had really done this, would you go out and say, yeah, it wasn't that lone nut, so keep looking for more answers. You should probably search further and maybe catch us. You know, you wouldn't do that. I mean, I guess to that, playing devil's advocate to that, they could be... Like, the, the reason could be, like, if it was Oswald, since he had ties to Russia, since he had, like, defected to Russia at one point or and I ever. believe his wife was Russian, too, or something like that. And if he did it on behalf of Russia, they might not want any attention on him at all. Because then, if they pulled a string, uh, as far as the U.S. government, if they pull out any of the threads on this and find a loose one, it could unravel and come back to them. Sure. So they just don't want any heat at all on anything that has ties to them. Um, yeah, I guess that's the, I don't, that's the, yeah, I don't know what I buy into that. Uh, but I think that would probably be the rationale if I was going to try to just take that theory and try to give it some juice. That would probably be my thought process on why they would just try to like disassociate entirely from Oswald, get the scent off of him if he has any ties to them. Yeah, I get that too. Like that makes a lot of sense or shouldn't say it. I understand why people would say that. I right. don't think that makes a lot of sense. I agree. In, personally. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, finally, the last one is that LBJ, Lyndon Bain Johnson, did it because he wanted to be the president. You know, it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, I don't have a uh, – it's not a super popular idea that he just did it by himself. It's not. It's definitely popular. I shouldn't say that. It's not one of the top, like, three. Uh, it's that he did this. He wanted to be president, and so he orchestrated this whole thing. I don't have a lot of you know evidence for or against that one. I just wanted to put it it's out there. It's one that gets that. floated out there. It gets floated out there, sure. So those are the big ones. I'm sure there's 150 others that exist out there, but these are the big ones. Along with exist. combinations of each of these. <laughs> sure, yes. Uh, great point. Combinations of these. Like, was it the mafia and CIA working together, or did LBJ work with the mafia, or right. um, did Russia hire Oswald? All those types of things, right? So... I guess the next obvious question then is, Brother Evan, what do you think? Unless uh, you, there's so, another theory you want to talk about that we didn't cover. Uh, I don't know if it's anything separate theories. Um, there's some interesting, I don't know if they're full-on evidences, but things that were brought up and studied and researched uh, that I sure. think we haven't touched on yet. That yeah, yeah, are, go for it. Are cool to bring up into it, and I'll kind of tie them into kind of where my thoughts are on it. Um, so this is going to just kind of be like a open thought dump of yeah, kind yeah, of what it. i think is i don't yep. know if i have a full on hey this is my case for what happened and i'm gonna lay it all out on the table and put someone on trial for it but well, yeah of course because if i did i'd make a lot more money than what i do now <laughs> um <laughs> or i would be uh someone would have offed me by now but i think just at a high level i don't think it was a lone gunman um i don't think he acted alone or anything like that oswald uh, I do think he might have had a part of it. He might have been a okay. shooter involved. I think there were multiple shooters. Um, the Grassy Knoll, I don't even know if we really talked about that We much. didn't talk about that. What kind of JFK yeah. podcast I was going to say, uh, so I don't know, do you want to give a quick uh, 
well, I guess it's not much to talk about other than that is probably the leading like conspiracy theory is that there yes. a, was a shooter on a grassy knoll that was within line of fire, I guess you could call it. I don't know yep. the exact direction, but of the uh, of the path that he was driven on. Uh, and then that's where the real shooter was located. Or at least a, maybe an additional shooter. Right. Right. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Well, and I guess by the real shooter, I mean the uh, the death blow. The kill shot. Yeah. Yeah. Because it does seem like the facts point to people said shots did come from the, mm-hmm. the depository building. Right. Right. But also people said there were shots that came from this grassy knoll. Right. So that's another interesting thought. Right. And so I think that I do buy the grassy knoll theory uh, okay. to the extent of that there was an additional shooter there. Uh, that yep. had the death shot because there was some interesting things I saw in some of the documentaries I was watching leading up to this. And it has been a while because, uh, again, like we mentioned earlier, this seems pretty uh, seamless for the listeners. But for us, there's been a probably about four plus weeks in between. Yeah, I was on vacation for two weeks. And, well, vacation and a work trip. Yeah, from when we planned on actually doing this to now, it's been a while since I actually did my research and watched all this stuff and listened <laughs> to all the things I did. Yeah. Uh, so feel free to jump in and correct me on anything here. But when you watch the video of it, it looks like he's hit more than one time that he goes forward and backward um, in the video. And now I don't know if you actually see more than one bullet enter him. Uh, It could be, you know, you can make the argument, Oh, he's ducking or reacting to a shot that missed or whatever. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of things that people can try to write that off at, but to me, it does look very convincing that he gets hit more than once in more than one direction. And I think Oswald, probably was one of the guys involved okay i don't know if he was one that actually did the kill shot or anything like that but i think he was involved i think he was intended to be the fall guy for it i lean towards cia uh being involved in it and that he was someone that was kind of hey this is the outside guy we're gonna bring in to take the fall for all of us and get the scent off of us um yeah one of the things i think is very interesting and i think it's been not fully debunked by now, so it's not as cool as when I first heard the theory on it, but I still like it, uh, is that there was a, I forget what they called it, it was like an early form of a uh, recording uh, that oh, yeah, yeah. the motorcycle uh, cop had on. Oh, and I don't know that one. Okay. So there's there was a recording, and they claim that it was a diction something or another. It was an early form of a recording device that cops okay. wore. And it was left on the on position and picked up four shots that were fired. Oh, four. Yeah. Okay. Now, there's a lot of debate on that on what actually it was picking up and how long the timing was between it. And a lot of the people that were there that day said they only heard three shots fired, but this picked up four. And there's been a lot of different guys, uh, like experts, that have listened to it and have found flaws in it. No one's been able to totally debunk it. And there is at least one uh, audio expert that is really the guy pushing. I think his name's Thompson. Okay. But And him with a commission uh, have like really used this to try to say, hey, there's multiple shooters uh, based on the timing of when you can hear these shots and how it lines up with the video that was released of when he moves. And that's where I think like you do see it when you line up these – uh, this audio with how his body moves it h- lines up with different shots being taken yeah and also going back to uh Connolly, governor Connolly being shot 
I don't think that it was a through and through. I do agree that that can happen. But when yep. you look at where yep. he was shot, because I think it was in the arm or the chest, the way that it lines up wouldn't necessarily make sense with how JFK's body moved, like how, every, how, how everything hit. I don't think it quite lines up from the stuff I've seen that it was the same bullet. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think there's just too much weird and too much coincidence for it to be a lone gunman. Yeah. And I think the CIA has shown more than once that they are not necessarily to be trusted uh, for yes. at least the truth coming out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that they act in their best interest or the best interest of what their cause is, uh, which isn't always the truth. Um, so I have a hard time thinking that they're they're coming out with the whole thing. And like you said, 10 years later, pretty much everything that was said to be the truth, we know isn't. Right. So, right. Another thing that I don't think we talked about much at all either was the mind control side of it, that Oswald was under uh, mind control, and that's how the CIA used him to do that. Yeah, we didn't talk about that at all. There's a couple big things we didn't talk about for time, yeah. Is that MK Ultra that is Yeah, that's that, what, that at least him? that's what is said, yeah. Yeah. And so that, I think, is kind of... I don't know if I buy into that or not, but I think that is a very interesting thing that wouldn't shock me because um, MK sure. Ultra is real. That's something that, yeah, is, or, yep, like, yep. You know I mean, like that's a, a real thing that has been done. I think it lines up with the way he kind of reacts after the fact and when they talk to him. I don't know. I think there's just a lot of stuff that says he was involved, but not necessarily the brains behind it or anything like that. Sure. I think he was just someone that was kind of brought in and he's like, yeah. I like communism. I'll go after him. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> and kind of did his thing from there. Uh, but And then they set it up that he was killed afterwards, and we're never going to know from him. Exactly. Exactly. So that's kind yeah. of a, a jumbled thought. Like I said, it's more of just kind of a, a mushy a brain idea of things. Yeah. Exactly. Of this is the direction I lean. I don't have enough facts. I don't think any of us really do right now outside of the people that were involved. Um, maybe if there's really a, a book of secrets out there that the president has, maybe it's in there. Yeah, but... right. That's an episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of, I think, where I land on all of this. Um, yeah. I'll let you jump in. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so you're right. I can't believe we didn't talk about the grassy knoll. I, I totally missed, like, skipped over that. Because <laughs> that's so, my big thing that I think the hill. Yes, that's quote, huge. I don't the know hill, how I quote, unquote, that. So that I die on. listeners <laughs> that were screaming, at, like, talk about the grassy knoll. <laughs> and the grassy knoll is in the front of him and so if he was shot his head goes back and to the left that's like a famous saying back and to the left right yep that would be where the grassy knoll shot came from right there there's also all kinds of weird stuff we're not going to have time to talk about but there's things like you can look this up there's the tramp that was arrested and howard hunt i think it was e howard hunt was that his name he was also there. George Bush was there, which is super weird because he was working I for didn't the know FBI that. at the time. Yeah, senior. George Bush senior yeah, yeah. was there. Um, so there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on and lots of people. And I think it was J. Howard Hunt is the one actually confessed to being a part of it on his deathbed. But people have said he had like dementia or something at the time. Mm -hmm. So those are all big things. Um what are, I'm trying to think through real quickly some of the things we didn't hit. So we're going to talk about them. <laughs> The ice bullet, that's a theory. I was going to say the magic bullet. We didn't talk about that, which is the bullet that went through Kennedy and hit. They call it the magic bullet theory because it moved in weird ways that a bullet doesn't move. You're talking about um, the one that went through him and hit Conley? Conley. 
Yep. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was – I didn't call it the magic pool. Yeah, that's I just why wanted I, to make sure people yep. knew – I don't want people listening at home being like, these guys are idiots. They didn't even talk about <laughs> the magic bullet. Right. We know what the magic bullet is. Another one to think through is um, there's a jail near the depository, and the, the prisoners in the jail say they saw multiple guns sticking out of the depository windows. So that's a big one too. We should probably talk about that. So – or not talk about it, but at least mention yeah. it. So what do I think? I'm with you. I think it was a CIA ploy. I do think it was for those two reasons we said they were they were frustrated with Kennedy. He I think in a lot of ways he was not who they wanted to win. He wasn't as friendly with them. He was trying to stir things up. He he was he was just outside he, not outside of the establishment because he was from a very wealthy family. But Yeah, I say that's a whole thing in itself too, the background right. of the Kennedys. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I think he was trying to stir some, he was trying to make actual changes and he wasn't yep. content with the CIA just being the CIA. And so they were mad about that. I think maybe the, I, I do think they wanted to go to war with Cuba. Um, and in the past, we have confirmed false flag operations that have happened that you can look up. You know, there's the idea of the Gulf of Tonkin incident that happened. There's the, I mean, heck, in our lifetime, there's the WMDs in yep. Iraq that don't yeah. exist. Right. That's what I've been thinking about the whole time when you keep bringing this up. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it was maybe that. That That's just my thought. And here's what I think happened with Oswald. I think he really was just a patsy. That doesn't mean he's innocent, right? I mean, he's the fall guy. I think – have you ever seen the movie Shooter where he just, like, walks in and all yep. of a sudden there's a gun there? I think it was something like that. Like, he was a part of this. They used him in either mind control or just they knew how he felt. And they were like, here's a, a useful idiot. Have you ever heard that phrase? Like a useful yep. idiot. We'll get him to be running around and we can pin it on him and we can get away with it. For all the reasons you said, the grassy knoll, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and here's what I actually think I'll add to this. I think that Oswald was supposed to be killed in the arrest by Officer Tippett. Right? I think he was supposed to be getting arrested and killed. But something went wrong. And there's I'm not going to get into all that. And actually, at, off the top of my head, I don't remember all the different things I've read. But I think there's evidence that he was supposed to be die when he was arrested. But he killed Tippett instead. I don't know if Tippett was supposed to kill him or if he was supposed to die when he was in the, the theater when they went to go get him. But there were people around. Maybe Tippett was just wrong place, wrong time kind of thing. But because he wasn't killed, they had to hire this guy, Jack Ruby, who has all kinds of CIA connections as well. If we didn't even get into that. He's a weird dude. Yeah, because they just say that he like had a lot of emotion and was very upset and blacked out in rage and killed. Yeah, him. it doesn't make sense. Like he doesn't really have much of an out like or much of a like reason for it other than he was so upset and so emotionally distraught that he blacked that he out. He planned rage this and whole thing him. and then came out and killed him. Right? Like yeah, mm, that's weird. So I think. That's what happened. So he didn't die in the arrest. That would be convenient for the CIA if they planned something. Oh, look, this communist rube fired these shots and, you know, they that killed Kennedy and we killed him. So there's no we trial. We can make this all go away. Right. It's all gone. We got him. It's done. Yeah. And that didn't happen. And he's up there on the stage being like, I'm a patsy. I'm a patsy. <laughs> yeah. Using that word. I didn't do it. I'm a patsy. I was set up. He's saying all those things. And they're like, we got to take care of this. And so they either maybe blackmail because we know that Hoover did that kind of thing or they just, he was useful in some way. And I think he killed Ruby. That's what Ruby killed Oswald to shut it all down. So that's what I think happened. I do think that is 
probably the day that the U.S. kind of went off the rails, right? Like the CIA, there's lots of evidence out there, and this is an episode for, to do later, but that they are really kind of the hidden hand that runs the the U.S. because all mm-hmm. they everything they do is is secret, and they have black budgets and all that kind of stuff yeah. where we don't know what they do, right? And I think from that point on, they really were in control, and that's my thought on it. So anything else you want to talk about with your theory or my theory? When you say that uh, you think he was just the fall guy, the patsy, and I do think that that, before I ask you a question, I do think that is yeah. very interesting, though. Like, how many people that haven't done something that are, like, wrongfully arrested or something like that claim to be a patsy rather than just say hey i didn't do it like he never right. like you know what i mean like yeah he's actually like saying no this happened and they you know what i mean like i was put up to this or whatever like he he's not just claiming innocence he's claiming right, like right. that there was something bigger there going on that right yeah. he doesn't um, say oh is, i was just watching out the window i didn't shoot yeah. it i was just looking out the window or i wasn't in the room or whatever he's right. saying i was set up by it's this a very bigger specific thing, thing to say yes. that and also, like, at that time, like, it's not like that was, like, that there's a precedent for saying that. You know what I mean? Of, like, oh, right. hey, this guy got off for this. Now, I mean, maybe there was locally that we don't know about. I can't say yeah. that for sure, actually. I take that back a little bit. But, but as far as we for, know, it definitely yeah, wasn't, like, a There wasn't, like, a big topic. national case where, like, oh, guys have gotten off for this. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah. my question then to you, I just think that was interesting, yeah. as you've been saying, because I haven't thought through that before. But uh, when you say you think he was a patsy or the fall guy for this – do you think he actually had intentions of shooting the president or even had had him in sights of a gun or anything like that? Or do you think it was like the movie shooter? Like, yeah, he's like coming in to do something in the room where a gun might be. And he gets there. And he's like, wait, what's going on? And then runs out. Or what? Uh, what? Uh, yeah. What do you think his knowledge or intent was uh, that day that he was going into that? So I have no way of proving any of this. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. This yeah. is just gut. I think he was – They pro, here's what I think happened. I think they made him feel important, right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. we, we're going to use you in this plot to kill the president, and you're so special to this. We need you to do – here's your job, blah, 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 right? And I think he really didn't like the president. He really was communist, right? And he said, okay – I can do that. And, you know, he's, you know, you can, you can get a lot out of somebody by feeding their ego. Yeah. And I think if I had to, if I had to guess, I think it was like that. So he had intentions of being involved in a plot to kill the president. I don't know if he fired a shot. I don't, I have no idea about that. I don't even have a gut on that one. Like, because I don't think ultimately it matters all that much. Right. Because I do think the kill shot came from the grassy knoll. Yeah. And I think he realized like, oh crap, they are going to throw me to the wolves. You know, somewhere along the line, whether it's because he was firing the shot when it, and he saw someone else kill him. Maybe they're like, you go up and take the shot and we'll cover for you. And then he sees another shot come from somewhere else. And it's like, uh oh, and everybody's pointing my direction. I don't know. You know, I have no idea. Yeah. But I do think he was probably again, just this is just gut. Yeah. Involved, but just used like in it. That's my gut. What do you think? So I was going to say, I guess that makes this podcast uh, or this episode a little less interesting because i think we're lined up pretty well on that um as far yeah. as we think i might think he was a little more involved because i do think he fired a shot um Maybe. i think he was i mean I'm i not think he was that. one of the guys yeah i just i think he really was someone that fired a shot i agree i think the kill shot came from the knoll and i don't think that was him because he was the depository uh yep so but yeah i think that he was 
again, I I can't prove any of this or anything like that, but just that's a gut feel that he was in like he was with a gun in hand, yeah, and and took a shot at him. But yeah, so I I definitely agree with uh, what you're thinking on that. I'll give you a layup here for my other question I had. Okay, uh, if if you're good for it to kind of move uh, away from what our thoughts on the theories are, uh, I, I would just add one more thing that helped me with this theory was. There was a popular show, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago with, um, he's one of my favorite personalities, even though he's kind of a nut, Jesse Ventura. And he had a <laughs> okay. show called Conspiracy, I think it was just called Conspiracy Theory. Yep. And he great was show. a, <laughs> it was a great show. Um, he was a marksman in, I believe the Marines, uh, but somewhere in the service, he was a, he was a certified marksman. Like Jesse Ventura can shoot a gun yeah. and he tried to make a simulated version of like the same distance height shot of that lee harvey oswald made and he could not do it that fast and i'm like this is also so that's an, a marksman <laughs> and he ain't got time to bleed so right <laughs> that's a that's a certified tough guy there <laughs> i love it yeah oswald was a dummy like he wasn't good the thought that he would take these two shots and hit them both is like crazy to me. or they i guess they say he missed one and hit one right he, it would have been the luckiest shot in the world like you and i both we we shoot guns all right we yep. go to the gun range you know how just a, a fraction of an inch off, by the time it's spread out over, you know, I don't know how far the shot was, 100 yards, say, or whatever, it can, it's a big miss. At a moving target, Yeah, like, that's a hard shot. Like, you need yep. to be good with, out in the open, I just think it's crazy to hit a headshot from that yeah. far, you know, for a guy that's that quickly too he's not sitting there setting it up you know three clicks to the right or whatever doing all that <laughs> stuff he's just shooting and aiming and firing right and i think that that was a big also like mm, that seems pretty difficult to believe so there you go now i'm ready for your layup unless you have thoughts no i just am still laughing at myself for uh my predator reference for anyone who didn't get it. i feel like i gotta throw it in there that way i don't just sound like an idiot trying no to i got it like, i got it well, I was going to say, come on, Gorilla, because that was his – he was also – I know him more from wrestling, but yeah. But uh, yeah, anyway, so <laughs> moving on from that, my question for you, and this is one I think maybe some of the listeners that have listened to previous episodes yeah. might be thinking or might have been thinking uh, the whole time through, and I think I probably did too when we first had this as a topic. Okay. How does this tie into the uh, liturgy portion of – liturgy and lore uh how does this tie into, <laughs> that is a layup i'm how does this asked. tie into the bible or what what's going on with that because i actually i love the topic i'm glad we talked about it and i have no clue how you're going to tie this in because i did not want to read ahead in the show notes for this because i just yeah i want to be part of the audience and go for the ride with you sure so i'll start out by saying not every topic we have is going to have an explicit tie-in with the bible right, <laughs> right. We're, we we are a kind of fringe podcast that are also christians so we talk about both right. things right this is just it's kind of the quintessential conspiracy we have to talk about it that's part of why we did it and so but i do want to you know the bible has something to say about life all the time right but here this one was a little tricky what does the bible say about the jfk assassination well it's obviously not specifically in the bible and actually maybe i shouldn't say obviously because this isn't in revelation right exactly <laughs> there are people out there who say well if we read this the the eagle in this verse means this and obviously that's america <laughs> and now we're killing jfk and i'm totally it sounds like i'm making fun of people who believe that i kind of am right like that's not the way the bible's written this was not in the bible 
right? It also wasn't in the Bible. There's people who say, well, if you take like every third letter and do all this stuff, that's not <laughs> how the Bible works. We don't do that, right? The Bible is... It's not is a codex. <laughs> right, right. It's not a secret code that you're trying to break down by doing all this craziness. So no, it's not in the Bible. Okay, so that's important to say, ex- at least explicitly. But we can say the Bible talks about principles and things that I think tie into this big time, right? So first of all, this is an obvious one, right? But the Bible says murder is a sin. So there we go. We have our tie-in. Thank you. Good night. Everybody go home. It was wrong to kill JFK. It was a long story for that one. (laughs) Right. No, but the Bible also speaks of, it has a lot of crazy stories in it, right? Like if you read your Old Testament, I'm always, I think it's funny when like some journalist who's not a Christian will like, I read the Old Testament. Did you know what's in there? Like, yeah, Christians did, at least those that read the Bible. (laughs) Yeah. But there's crazy nefarious plots that happen both for good, where somebody has this big plot to take out like an evil king. Um, one of my favorites, I think his name is Eglon. I'm going to blank on that, but where they he sneaks in, this guy sneaks in and one of the judges of Israel sneaks in and mm. kills um, a king who is so fat that they can't find the blade when he stabs him because his fat <laughs> like goes over the blade of the dagger. And he, he kills him that way. And they all think he's just pooping. It says this in the Bible, like his people are waiting outside and they think he's using the bathroom, you know, and they're like, man, I guess it's been pretty long. We should check. And he's dead. Like, so there was like this big conspiracy. There's, there's also the story of Jericho. I might have to revisit that one in my uh, look at it, Bible yeah. reading. Cause that one, it's uh, a good isn't one. ringing a bell. And I've probably read it once. And it's a hundred percent in there. It's awesome. I've never preached it yet. It's on the bucket list. Um, there's also the story of the walls of Jericho where, the spies where you put my in. legs up over my back and uh, give me back pain for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. When I when I used to, every older brother hit their younger siblings in the walls of Jericho. Sorry, no, the, taking the off ones in the there. Bible. Yeah, I'm getting all uh, my nerd references in Predator, <laughs> WWF. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so Rahab was a, a prostitute, basically. I believe, if I'm remembering right, but she she has mm-hmm. a house or her her dwelling is in the walls of the city, and she lowers down a basket to let these spies in and out of the, to, to scope out the city. So there's this plot and then God miraculously knocks down the walls, but they, they know to leave uh, her safe because she helped save them and she hides the spies. So there's all these plots going on. There's also evil plots to try and overthrow people. There's the, the book of Esther is kind of this They're like, well, we can mm-hmm. get the Jews out of here and we can kill them all. Or the book of Daniel, there's this, well, we know if we make it illegal to pray, Daniel's not going to listen. And then we can, throw him out of here because we don't like him. You know, we could go on and on. There's a story of Joseph where his brothers sell him into slavery. That's a plot. And then while he's in Egypt, his the the wife of his boss basically has this big plan to get him thrown into prison because he won't hook up with her. Right. So there's all this stuff, right? So I'm saying the Bible is clear on human nature, right? That we do evil, wicked things. The Bible actually says very explicitly that people are wicked. And I think this is the big point to keep in mind here right? People are wicked left to their own devices. Christians of all people should know just how depraved people can be, right? There's actually a doctrine that we believe called total depravity. That doesn't mean people are as bad as they could possibly be because we do believe God restrains evil in certain ways, but it means that every part of you, every way you think is stained by sin. It's kind of more like complete uh, scope of your depravity. So that's important to think. And we know how far people are willing to go to get the things they want. Mm. Right? Would you agree with that from the Bible? Like, yeah. We know that 
we are idol makers, meaning we chase satisfaction, happiness, pleasure in everything uh, because we can't actually ever find it outside of God, right? So we, we, we will are willing, if we don't know the Lord, to chase it. Okay, so that, I mean, that's important. David sent his general, who was a great friend of his, into battle in the front lines, knowing he would die. Right, so he could sleep with his wife. Get his wife, yeah. To cover like, up, to cover actually up already that he sleeping already slept with, his, with wife. his wife and is having yeah. his kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> and David's like a hero of the Bible. Yes. And this is what he did. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things about the Bible is just how like blunt and real it is. Like, yeah. it does not pull punches about human nature. So, here's what I'm saying about this. Let's think about this for a minute. You and I and probably all of our listeners, we are limited in the scope of the evil that we are actually able to do. Here's what I mean. I have a finite amount of money, a very finite amount of money. I'm a pastor, right? Like I have four girls. You have a finite say, yeah, amount of money. Yeah, we got kids. We got kids. Our money goes to them. We are finite in the amount of power we have. I have very little power. Okay, I have a church of, you know, 60 people, 100 sometimes at our, our fullest, but say 50 members. You are an estimator at a, at a construction company, right? Like, yeah, relatively, we have very little power. Right? My toddler, I think, has more power than I do in this house sometimes. Sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, like I have power over like six people, um, and that's debatable. Yeah. So on a good there day. are limits. Like I could have a big dream of just obtaining something and being willing to do anything it takes to get that thing, and I'm not going to be able to do it, right? Like I just don't – I have limits. Thankfully, I have limits on my evil. Right. I'm actually thankful. That's why I think part of the reason that it's so dangerous to be wealthy in the Bible. It's like, be careful. Right. Because it it ruin it, it takes away kind of those limits. Now, let's think somebody who is ultra powerful and ultra rich, meaning, you know, there are people in this world who there is no limit to the amount of money they can get their hands on. Right. That that exists, yep. especially maybe like um, a government agency with a black budget. Um <laughs> How about also powerful, unchecked power? The CIA operates accountable Controls to no one, really. all law enforcement, essentially. Right. <laughs> exactly. So now let's say you have power, and they're trying to – somebody is in the way of you keeping that power or growing that power. It makes sense from a biblical perspective that you would do things to keep it. And mm-hmm. it makes sense that you would do as much as you could within your power and if you have a lot of power. So I say that all to say – Christians, stop being surprised when we talk about evil like this, right? Like I've heard people say when I talk about things like this, you think people are really like that bad, like really th- that these people would do all of this, like kill the Absolutely. president. Absolutely. And I'm like, did you read the Bible and see what people do? Like for much less? We just talked about David, who was a godly person in most of the Bible, committing murder to hook up with this woman and he gets her pregnant. That's much less than like running a country. Yeah. So I say all that to say like, this is the fact that there is a conspiracy out there. And I mean that in the literal sense, like a plot from yeah. all these different people to kill the president in order to maintain power fits exactly within the way the Bible describes our world. Right. It, it says, yeah, this is a hundred percent plausible within our world. So that's my answer. The Bible doesn't speak to this exactly, but it does speak to kind of the world where something like this could happen. And it says, yes, this is the world <laughs> that we live in. So does that answer your question? Yeah, no, I think that's a, that's actually really interesting to bring up on it. Like very 
don't know if I want to say similar, but in the same kind of world, like the same type of things happen in the Bible as this. Right. You know what I mean? Right. No, this could be like, add, like take, go back 3000 years. And this is an old Testament story, right? Right. (laughs) Kind of like it could have been, there are stories like this in there. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying like, it's a complete like parable or anything like that. I know what you mean, but But it's the type of thing that would happen to like, to your point as Christians, we shouldn't be surprised that this happens and to say, oh, no one would ever do this or you're crazy to think that a group that has authority would try to do that. That would be naive to think. Right. And exactly. that's not to say that our theory is necessarily the correct theory. Like, hey, sure, maybe it was, of course, of course. Maybe it was a lone gunman. Maybe Oswald was the lone nut. But also maybe he wasn't you know what i mean like there's to just write it off because that sounds too out there or something like that like no this this stuff's happened before like throughout human history this yeah this can happen like don't just write it off because it sounds too out there or to give people too much credit that they wouldn't do something like that yeah exactly so we're getting towards the end i think here we've kept people quite a while yeah but I do want to end with this. Something interesting to think through is, as I said, like you and I and all of our listeners are not beyond this kind of evil either, except for the yeah. grace of God, right? Like, And it's his grace that you are in the situation you live in where you don't have unlimited power and unlimited. <laughs> that's actually a curse yeah, that's a sometimes, blessing. right? It's a blessing, a to, blessing to not have all that. Sure. And it's a curse to have all that sometimes. Yeah. So as we end a lot of these, we talk about how what is the message of the Bible? The message of the Bible is that you are more wicked than you could ever actually imagine, than you even comprehend. You are capable of worse than you could ever imagine too. You've already done worse. You've you've not killed a president. You've turned your back on the creator of the universe, right? Like you've committed treason the way in much more worse of a way. Hey, you don't but, know what I do in my spare time. <laughs> right, maybe, <laughs> who knows? Um, but I do know that you, you've, you've turned your back on the God of the universe at some point because yes. we all have. And that yeah. deserves death, the death penalty, right? If, if Think about if turning against a president deserves a death penalty, how much more so does turning against the God who created you? But God didn't want to leave us like that, so he sent his son Jesus to take our punishment on himself, die on the cross, paying the price we deserve to pay, and Jesus rose from the dead to show that one day we will also rise with him because we get credited all the good things that Jesus did to our account. We call that the gospel in in the Christian faith, and we always want to share the gospel at the end of this. I understand not everybody listening is believes in the Bible or believes in Jesus, but we want to let you know what we believe. We want you to keep listening if you don't believe yep. it. We love for you to listen, but we're going to tell you yeah. what we think is true, just like we told you what we think is true about JFK. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's it. Anything you want to add to, to sign off? Hey, as always, thanks, Rob Lowe. I was about to say, yeah, Rob Lowe didn't have anything to say about JFK but that I know of, but thanks, Rob Lowe. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. <laughs>